Don was on a ghost hunt at a haunted LA Fitness where Brad was doing CrossFit all alone. His squats opened a wormhole, and that's what led them here. The trap inside a magic studio. The adventures of Bradley and Don. That's really pretty. Welcome to the show, Bradley Trainer on the mic over there. We have my mic on the ones and twos, and I am Don, just sitting here talking. Thanks for joining (laughs) us. Hopefully you had a great weekend, and uh, everybody is in good spirits with this 60-degree weather. Oh, my God, bitches. If you're bitching about anything today, check yourself. Yeah. And open a window. Wait a minute. Hold on. <laughs> Crack a window. Yeah. Air it out. It is time to air it out, Twin Cities, because it ain't going to be this good for a while. So enjoy it while it's here. We uh, are not promised tomorrow. So you could have some. Okay. What? Just sounds go outside dark. and enjoy the weather. Yeah, 60 degrees. We're actually broadcasting right now on the rooftop of um, our building. Without pants. Yeah. Nobody can see us, though. Thank goodness, except for the birds. Okay. um, Hey, now. That's what that bird just said. (laughs) So this weekend on Lifetime, or if you just bought the episodes on Amazon like I did. um, I don't think anyone did that. Where is Wendy Williams premiered? And this is a four-part documentary that we were really interested in, wanting to find out, okay, should we even watch this? Is this something that is exploiting her in her worst moments. Well, I've watched all, but there are four episodes that are about an hour long each, um, somewhere along the lines of that, um, all but 20 minutes. I have 20 minutes left of the last episode. And I can tell you, I, I can tell you that it's definitely worth watching. I think it's actually great to watch it because I don't think they have... The documentarians, they they are not trying to show you anything about Wendy Williams that isn't the absolute truth. And they they really just sit back and they interview everybody in the process, her family, her managers, her publicist. The only people they don't get to talk to is the guardian who is in charge of her finances and I guess all of her decisions when it comes to whether or not she has contact with her family. I mean, it's some heavy stuff. So what what questions do you have for me? I know you didn't get a chance to, like, if you, like, as the listener, what do you want to know about what I've seen? You're asking the listener? I'm asking you. Oh, no, I, I watched the first episode, and I will say I have more questions than answers. And I, you know, like, I'm struggling with this documentary because on the one hand, all the things you said are absolutely true. It presents a portrait of Wendy Williams that is not that far from, I think, where we thought she was, that is struggling, dealing with a lot of stuff, serious, serious stuff, and that she is surrounded by people who really care for her. But yet we have questions. At least I will admit I have questions about some of those people. After having watched the first episode, at least, my question is... and. It's hard with this one because here's why I say that. The people that are highlighted, at least thus far in the documentary, 
are people who seemingly care about Wendy, mm-hmm. have been with her for a long time. These are people like her very own son, who we get to towards the end of the first episode, but also people, her manager, that she has worked closely with for years, people who are connected to her with the television show. And all, after watching them, it seems that they're sincere. Mm-hmm. And I, But you also alluded to this when we were talking about this before the show, and I, I, I was thinking about this as I watched it. These are also people who have something to gain. Yes. Financially, because each one of them to a person is financially connected to Wendy Williams. That is her manager, even her very own son. That is not to say I think her son is trying to take her mother for his mother for a ride. It is just to say I think there's a lot of moving parts and we are only seeing one um, perspective. And that's the perspective of the documentarians. Mm-hmm. Right. So I'm I'm like. I'm not of the opinion of some, and I think some, by the way, on her very own station, I think Lori has decided she's not watching it because she thinks it's exploitive of Wendy, the documentary. And we talked about some of that criticism last week. I'm not quite there, but I do understand that, like, the people we're seeing have a definite motive. I just am not convinced what their motive is. That's why I continue to watch, because I'm also fascinated by, like, I think if you liked Wendy Williams or cared about Wendy Williams, or at least at the very least were just intrigued by how this situation all went down and Mm -hmm. how a person like her goes from like the highest highs to all of a sudden having her show taken out from under her and then having like her own financial well-being take the control being taken away from her. Like what's going on? Like I just need to know right from a purely detached, curious perspective. Sure. I need to know. So all I'm saying is after watching that one episode, I'm still like, I'm not sure what to think. I think that's that is the purpose of the way they progress the the season and, and the episodes. They probably want you to question all that in the beginning. And I think that by the end of it, you will see how sincere her family is in trying to make sure that she is better. They don't care about her making money. They do not care about the money. They want her to be with them in they Miami. They might not, but I'm still curious about like the other people yeah. that are close to her. And that is, a, I think they, I actually think they do care about her. Honestly, I think the people surrounding her, there is one woman who is her publicist and I think she's just wants to please Wendy. So, um, you know, she's kind of does things and, and, permits things like her to drink because she's like i don't i think she knows her limits and stuff it's clear that she doesn't she is obsessed with drinking and we have a clip of so sean is her publicist here she has she took her to la without any because wendy wanted to go she set up a meeting with nbc universal to talk about a new show and they didn't know the state that she was in so she has the meeting And then she's in the car with her. So you will hear in this clip here, Wendy and the publicist, who I don't think is acting in her best interest. I think she's a nice lady. And then you'll hear her niece. And then you will hear her son and the manager in there as well. So there's a lot of moving parts here, but you'll probably be able to follow along. So this is her right after her NBC Universal meeting. So excited. I'm so excited to be back on TV. Yeah. And I want to be on until forever. Wendy, would you want to go to the Oscars? Oscars? Yeah. This weekend? What's Oscars? Well, 
the award show. Would you want to go to an award show and, and, and walk the red carpet? Yeah. Since L.A., she's been a completely different person. She came back so disheveled, adamant about drinking. She thinks she has a show in L.A. You know, I thought at one point that I was enough, and I realized that that's not the case. I'd think that my aunt would be better with her family than alone in New York, you know, being around people that actually, truly, genuinely love her. I feel like The Guardian has not done a good job of protecting my mom. And I feel like, you know, Will is a jeweler at the end of the day. And I think he's trying to do his best, but at the same time, dealing with my mom is a very intense job that a lot of people can't handle. What are you afraid or your concerns that will happen if something drastic doesn't change? I'm, I'm afraid that she could die. That was her son, Kevin Jr. Um, I think to watch, I think it's actually a good thing to watch the documentary. Before I watched it, I felt the same way as Lori did. But you will see the genuine concern of her family and none of them. It just doesn't seem like they don't want anything other than just to be with her. And she was getting better when she was in Miami with them. The show and the production is the one that said, where is she? She needs to be back in New York. And the family's like, listen, she doesn't need to work. She's healing. And so that's wherever they started fighting. And then she was brought in to New York with the court case with Wells Fargo. And that's how she got back in New York. And if you, I have any concerns, I'm like, why does Wells Fargo get to decide that this person isn't in control of her money and needs a guardian. Yeah, that's why I said there's a lot more questions than answers because not only do I question the motives of the people putting on the documentary, and then I would also, I mean, because I think it's just natural to like question, you know, somebody who has a lot of money like Wendy Williams, just like somebody like we maybe have some familiarity with Britney Spears. Why are the people around Britney Spears around Britney Spears? And, you know, a lot of people assumed, family members included, that there was a money connection there. That said, I think the other side of that is that there are all of these questions about Wells Fargo and about the management and about the guardian, because this guardian is someone who's appointed by a court, which makes us believe that there's an impartial person that's in the role to help Wendy Williams. And hopefully that's the case. But if not, there's some, you know, because, again, past if past is prologue, we've seen some examples of when the court thinking it's acting Mm -hmm. in the best interest of a person perhaps isn't like that's why I say there's more questions than answers, because perhaps we should be skeptical uh, of what kind of work that guardian is doing and what their financial interest is right. in Wendy's finances. But I, but I all I'm saying is I don't have a good answer either way. And I think it's OK to ask questions. I also think it's OK to watch. It's not like you need per, our permission to watch something. But you can make your own choices. Yeah, it's not like one of those TMZ pieces, honestly. It really is. I I feel pretty confident that these people went in wanting to show Wendy starting a podcast. And then they discovered that there was a lot more there. And I feel like you should. I think people should watch it so that you can at least know what the tabloids aren't telling you. You know, and to see her really what she needs, which is. Ooh, I mean, but I also think that's hard, right? Because we're only getting part of the story. We're only seeing, but it, it is valuable. I think that it's, but like, I don't. Yeah, at least you're getting something other than headlines. But I also think, like, we don't know to what extent her illness is 
influence? You know, what part of it is, because there are all these questions that are raised, like the illness that we talked about that was disclosed by the Guardian of all people, remember, mm-hmm. last week was uh, dementia and aphasia. But we don't know what to, to what extent, as is reported in the documentary, although they don't talk about her medical condition, they just talk about her issues with drugs and alcohol, the, the connection to which one is affecting the other. It's like there's all these different things and all you're doing is as a viewer left to sort of make up your own mind, which is totally fine, right? Because that's what we do as viewers. But I also think it's okay to ask questions of like lifetime. Oh yeah, and I'm not saying that. I'm just saying that, yeah, they do actually bring up the dementia, the alcohol in the alcohol caused dementia that she has her son brings it up and her dad knows they go to visit her dad and so her whole family knows yeah. and they do speak about I it. I do think like you have to believe her family. Yeah. If it, both things can be true, right? Like the family can be concerned about the finances because her son was cut off by this guardian. Mm-hmm. And so I'm sure he wants to protect his financial interest and I don't think there's anything wrong with that, but you also have to believe that he's you know, supportive of his mother and wants what's best for her. Yeah, I, it's a real sincerity there that um, and it's so strange because I feel like everyone is being sincere. Like, I don't feel like that there's a real shady person. The only person who is making bad judgments, I think, is her publicist because she was sent by her entertainment lawyer set that up. And so her manager, Will, who's been with her forever and this this publicist you know, she's the one that took her to L.A. And it's like the whole family's like, she should not be talking to NBC right now. She's in no state to do that. So, uh, gosh, uh, the one thing that is, oh, it made me cry is that um, Black China comes to visit her. Um, and that is just the sweetest interaction, you know, because she's in a real bad state. And just you can tell Angela White, her real name really cares for Wendy Williams and oh it was just that made me did you have up. any questions about the manager because you know even mm-hmm. her son is like yeah he's he's um I have questions if I know this is the fact that I know is that if he is not working for her he doesn't have a job yeah so her being with her family ultimately wouldn't really be in his best interest if she wasn't getting back into the game of of doing things but through the whole documentary, he's just trying to daily make sure that she's okay and that there isn't any alcohol around. So I, I just I think feel whenever like, you get this much money involved, people oh, gonna have some, people gonna be doing things for sure. And I, the best of intentions, yeah, the best of family. I mean, money can do some strange things to people. Can, so it'll, yeah. it'll be interesting to see. Uh, it's again a four-part series. It's available on Lifetime. If you don't have. You said if you do not have Hulu Live, you can't watch it without buying the episodes? Um, Right. So if you just have regular Hulu, to add Hulu Live TV is the only way you can watch it on Hulu. And that was like, add $44 to your monthly bill. So it wouldn't let me have a free trial of that or anything like that. It says there is no free trial of Live TV on Hulu. So I just bought the episodes on Amazon Prime, and they're Mm -hmm. like $2 each. So it's a total of $8 I'm spending to watch this. you know. Well, I'm sure this story is not going anywhere, so we'll continue to talk about it. But thanks for the update. And, um, dear listeners, we'll put the link on our show links page so that you can uh, watch on your own. And if you've got thoughts about it, if you watched it and had feelings, let us know. When we come back here on The Adventures of Bradley and Don, Mike has all the latest in the form of a dirt alert right here on my talk. It's 
Don McLean for Olivia Way Control Centers. Did you have a good weekend if you kept weighing yourself? Like, I, I would weigh myself before I uh, did Livia after a weekend and go, okay, went up a couple more pounds. What am I going to do about it? Well, Livia Weight Control Centers can help you live a healthier way. And if you join Livia, that you will receive a personalized and doctor-recommended program. It's tailored to your unique needs, goals, and lifestyle. And like I said, I did the Livia program, and it was really easy. It really works. And this personalized plan, it really is like a roadmap for your daily choices. Uh, They even teach you how to shop at the grocery store if you're just so confused and you don't know what to do. They can even help you with that. They also have breakthrough weight loss medication programs that are offered. Call 855-GO-LIVIA and if you join now, you'll get your first three months free if you mention me. That's 855-GO-LIVIA or livia.com. Three months free if you mention me. Look, Bumble knows you're exhausted by dating. All the must not take yourself too seriously, and 6-1 since that matters, and what do I even say other than, hey? <sighs> well, that's why they're introducing an all-new Bumble, with exciting features to make compatibility easier, starting the chat better, and dating safer. They've changed, so you don't have to. Download the new Bumble now. Hi, everybody. This is Adriana Trajani. I'm the host of You Are What You Read. I have the privilege of interviewing luminaries of our times about the books that shaped them from childhood until now. We get everybody from Sarah Jessica Parker to Kristen Hanna, Mitch Albom, Susie Essman, Craig Ferguson, Rain Wilson, Amor Tolls, you name it, they come, they share. New episodes of You Are What You Read drop every Tuesday on Apple, Spotify, or any major streaming platform wherever you listen to your podcasts. Zero five. This is a My Talk Dirt Alert. Here he is with all the information from Hollywood and beyond. It's Mike with the Dirt Alert. Yeah, it's the calm before the Dune Part 2 storm at the box office this past weekend. Uh, Bob Marley One Love continues to lead the pack with $13.5 bucks, But uh, again, pretty quiet overall. Uh, Demon Slayer was second at 11.6. Ordinary Angels, 6.5. Then Madam Web and Migration still hanging around there. But next week... Gonna be the big one. The big one. That's right. Finally. Oh, yes. Gosh, I'm gonna have to watch the first one. That's what we're doing. Yeah. yeah. Before because I don't remember. Just to remind yourself where yep. things left off. And not a bad idea. I'm taking a notebook out too, and we're putting subtitles on so I can really figure everything out <laughs> yeah, and have figure all the out. I would say you know when you get the chance, read the book. Sure. Because it does sort of just give you that sense of the world. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That for the sure. movie then takes up. Uh, well, we found out the cast of uh, the Fantastic Four, and we mentioned, of course, the fact that uh, playing the Thing, aka Ben Grimm, is going to be uh, Ivan Moss Backrack, the guy from uh, the brother from or cousin from cousin. Uh, the Bear, and he was opening up with uh, Jimmy Kimmel Live about what he can expect or what viewers can expect about what he's going to wear, because actually, back when uh, Michael Chiklis played that character, it was this huge suit. Mm-hmm. And uh, he said it was very uncomfortable, made it very difficult to film. And he said, well, we're well past that now. And uh, he opened up the star uh, who will be playing the thing, said it's going to be kind of a combination of uh, some really good technology that we mm-hmm. have and then some uh, different ability. It's all gonna to be probably, AI. Yeah, exactly. Going to use his <laughs> facial features a little bit more on it. So I don't know. We'll see. Okay. 
So he doesn't have to do like a practical. Doesn't have to do that. Yeah. yeah which was, I think, probably pretty relieving for him. Yeah. Uh, we also got this, and I thought this was just a really, really cool story because Natalie Portman has recently opened up about the fact that she still looks at Jodie Foster as a role model and they are very, very close. And she said the reason why is because when she, this being Natalie Portman, started breaking out and had her breakout role, that was, of course, in uh, Leon the Professional. And mm-hmm. she played a an 11 year old. Yes. And she says at that point, it was kind of being known that she was getting sexualized at a very young age, yeah. to which point Jodie Foster was like, oh, that sounds familiar because mm. Natalie Portman was 11. Jodie Foster, of course, played a child sex worker in Taxi Driver at the age of 12. Yeah. And she reached out and just said, hey, just so you know, I'm here. You want to talk about anything? Oh. You want to like, you know, explore this a little deeper, what you're feeling, what you're going through? I've been through it all. And to this day, Natalie Portman says she is just such an awesome role model as a result of that. That's oh, wonderful. That's really cool story. Yes. Thank you, Mike. That was uh, many great stories in a very brief amount of time. (laughs) The good news is we've got plenty of time for some more stories in the form of blind items. On the other side of this break, The Adventures of Bradley and Dawn becomes Blind by the Item right here on My Talk 1071. I'm Bradley Trainer, And I'm Don McClain. We have a podcast called Blinded by the Item. A blind item is gossip about a celebrity with their name left out. It's a guessing game, and you can play along. The item might be like, this A-list star carries a Birkin bag worth more than the average person's house to the gym to work out. Pretty sure that's J-Lo. And P.S. The person behind all of this is Chris Jenner, LLC. We drop a new episode every weekday so the fun never ends. Blinded by the Item. Listen wherever you get podcasts and watch us on the Blinded by the Item YouTube channel. I'm Bradley Trainer, And I'm Don McClain. And this is Blinded by the Item. Blind items are celebrity gossip with the names left out. Together we'll play detective to figure out what the item is telling us about our favorite celebrity. The SAG Awards were this weekend. I honestly didn't even know it was happening until I saw all the posts of like, look at the red carpet. And I'm like, oh, oh, yeah, there's another award show and happening. I think we have, I'm over here. Hi. <laughs> uh, I think we have the Spirit Awards, too. Yeah. It's just award season all over the place. Yeah. If, if there's a weekend after the Globes, before the Oscars, you can pretty much bank that somebody's given an award away. That's true. And it. I don't think there were many surprises. They were kind of. The same that's that's one all along here, you know, with uh, with beef was really popular. Mm-hmm. The bear, mm-hmm. um, uh, Killian Murphy. Um, yeah. All the big stars that have won so far. No big surprises, but a lot of fun um, speeches. Pedro Pascal was a little tipsy because <laughs> he didn't expect to win. <laughs> so. I mean, yeah. he's cute. Let's just be clear. He is yeah. very cute. He got really choked up. It was very, I love it when people are so genuinely excited to win awards. It's, it was sweet. And we got nine minutes and 43 seconds of Barbara Streisand. That's right. Except, accepting her Lifetime Achievement Award. Yeah. Yes. Okay. Do you have any blind items? I certainly do. Let's get it going today here for a Blinded by the Item. We're going to start it off. With an A-list TV and movie actress and an A-list actor, they can continue to deny the rumors, but until we learn more about their private life, the speculation will only grow. Regardless, their teams are going to continue to use this story and make them the next Hollywood it couple, regardless of their relationship status. Oh, so, a lot to that one, but uh, we've got an A-list TV slash movie actress and an A-list actor denying rumors. 
Interesting okay. that you're making the distinction between an A minus list TV movie actress and an A minus list actor, as if he's acting. He in doesn't do TV plays. I would say movie for him. Okay, mostly. So mostly movies. She is definitely movie slash TV. Hmm. Oh, oh, oh. Mm-hmm. no, mm-hmm. no. It's not the obvious one that we always think about when we think about. Public Are you sure? Huh? Are you sure? Who's Come the on. obvious one? Sydney, uh, Sweeney, and Mr. Powell. Yeah. Yo. It sounds like uh, again with the blind items. Again, we've talked about the two of them for a very, very long time. She can continue to deny it, but according to this blind item, they can deny it all they want. But until we learn more about Sydney Sweeney and uh, Glenn Powell's personal life, uh, we're going to continue to have some speculation. But regardless oh, of yeah. that, I think the rest of the blind item is that their teams are doing a good job of using this publicationship or not to uh, turn them into the next Hollywood It couple. It sounds like they have stopped kind of looking for projects individually and now are literally looking at projects together oh. as a team. Okay, Mr. and Mrs. Smith. Yeah. <laughs> Gosh. I mean, hey, if it works on the big screen, why not? Yeah. Uh, but also, I will say for people who are tired of this publicationship, I'm like, but the the fact that you're tired of it means they won. Yeah. Because you know it exists, yeah. and that's the most important thing. Hmm. And let me find the official number here as I'm looking through my notes. Yes, uh, anyone but you, which let's be honest, rom-coms, they haven't had their best time, I'd yeah. say, in the last five to ten years. Uh, anyone but you crossed the $200 million threshold at the box office last weekend. Wow. Oh, my gosh. For example, and I... This and is how much money was that to make? Like $35 million or oh, something? Oh, yeah, very much. It was very, very cheap. But for example, and I know this is not exactly apples to apples because it's more of an art-inspired type film, but Poor Things just crossed $100 million, and that's up for movie of the year. Yeah. Oh, my best gosh. Picture. So to be able to make $200 million on a publicationship, you all wonder why. That's why. And mm-hmm. the producers of that movie are probably like, what else can we do with you? <laughs> exactly. No, for sure. Yeah, which is why they're out shopping roles wow. together. So yeah. there you go. Our favorite publicationship doesn't sound like it's going to be going anywhere anytime soon. Unless, I mean, you know, enjoy the ride. And they pretty much m- said as much. It's all fake, but, you know, they're enjoying it. Or are they? Or aren't they? But they are. Maybe? You don't know. Hi. Yeah. They got a room together. Yeah. Or well, that, that was, was in the blind. Again, That's that was in the blind really items that they weren't even uh, getting individual rooms when they were on the press tour. It's interesting, though. We have very little details about her fiancé, but that's the only one either two of them have He's right now fine. is a fiancé. Oh, I thought she was married. No, she just has a fiancé who we know little about. Okay. She does not talk about her private life. But if I were her, I'd be like, let's get a room together. I mean, nothing's Mm going to happen. Unless there is something happening, which is entirely possible. But just for appearances. It's smart. Yeah. Yeah. It definitely is that. All right. Let's do another one here as we roll through some blind items on this Monday. This recently graduating to A-list actor put on his best performance to date when he was informed by his A-list reality star girlfriend that they wanted to get into acting. What else was he going to say other than that he would support her? Oh, um, mm-hmm. is this mm-hmm. Timothy Chalamet yeah. and Kylie Jenner? Mm-hmm. Clearly. Mm-hmm. Not a uh, difficult start to our blind items today, but yes, this recently graduating to A-list actor, that being Timothy Chalamet, uh, put on the best performance to date when he was informed that uh, it sounds like the team behind uh, Kylie and behind the Kardashians say she wants to get into acting. Are we surprised? Oh, no. I mean, Also... 
Good luck to her. Very much. Yeah. I mean, they're already actresses. They are. Reality star actresses. The Kardashians, I mean, right? Like, yeah. from a very young age, they've been conditioned. I mean, the, the disturbing thing is that they were playing parts as people. <laughs> as themselves. Allegedly <laughs> not doing that. The part of themselves, but yes. But they've been acting yeah. for years. She's definitely comfortable on camera, so there wouldn't be that, you know... But whether Awkward they can play transition. a role other than themselves, that is the, you know, that would be what she a casting agent us. would like to know. I think we should get Glenn Powell, Sydney Sweeney, and Kylie Jenner in a rom com where Kylie tries to steal Glenn Powell away and then Sydney wins in the end. But yes, and also I would want to put her in a role that you would not expect because that's how you would determine perhaps if there was some actual talent. Because like Kim Kardashian can be a great Kim Kardashian. Yeah. Right? Like she can totally act herself out of a paper bag with herself. But like, can she be, I don't know, an alien overlord? Right. Or or just a housekeeper. Yeah. You know, not just a housekeeper, but yeah. make Kylie a housekeeper. Yeah. And then she is the one in the middle trying to steal the man or away. Like a postal carrier. Sure. I love it. We got some great ideas here. <laughs> I'll write the script. Some great options, some great ideas, and we've got someone to write the script. This is perfect. Let's do another one here <laughs> okay. as we roll on through some blind items today. The one fifth singer slash B plus list reality star who's the second most famous from the group is battling an ex. Not the famous baby daddy ex, but an ex-spouse. The singer is attempting to get full custody of their daughter as the ex is brainwashing the child against our singer and trying to keep her in a different country. Oh my God, there's so much. Oh there's, my God, I can't keep track. There's a lot happening in this one. one. We've got singer. a one-fifth singer and a B-plus list reality star who's probably the second most famous from the group is battling an ex. Now, we're not talking about the famous baby daddy ex. We're talking about an ex-spouse. The singer is attempting to get full custody of their daughter as the ex is brainwashing the child against the singer and trying to keep him in a different country. Hmm. A lot happening on that blind visual graphic. So we've got the first person we're talking about is our B-plus list reality star, who is a one-fifth singer. Oh, B-plus list reality oh. star. Slash one-fifth singer. Is a, uh, the one-fifth singer. Correct. So that's okay. one person. They're battling an ex. But not the baby daddy ex. Not the famous baby daddy ex, but an ex-spouse. So an ex-husband. husband. And the singer is attempting to get full custody of their daughter as the ex is brainwashing the child against our singer. Oh, and then there's like a country. And then, the, yeah, there's actually, when it comes to brainwashing, they're trying to actually keep them in a different country as our singer. Okay. Hmm. B-plus list reality star one-fifth singer, meaning they're one-fifth of a group? Yep. They, yep. Exactly. Is that a pussycat doll? It is not a pussycat <laughs> doll, but that group. is a popular uh, one-fifth singer group we usually talk about in the blinds. But it's not that one. And oh. it's a female. Correct. Josie Ma'am. and the Pussycats. Nope. Josie and the Pussycats. <laughs> um, it's not, not a spice, anything in a spice, a spice world. Spice Girl? Oh, it is a Spice Girl. Mel oh. C. B. And her ex oh. is Henry Bella, Harry Belafonte, but not because he's not related. Yes. What? Are you serious? Oh, yeah. yeah. He basically took that name because he thought it would make people think he was related to Harry Belafonte. That's disgusting. His name is like Harry Belafonte Jr.? Steven. 
Stephen Belafonte. Okay. You were never going to get that part of the blind <laughs> item, but you did get to <laughs> you what did, we needed. Uh, according to this blind item, you've got Melby, who's okay. you know the uh, probably second most famous person from their uh, group and a B-plus list reality star, thanks to her time on uh, America's Got Talent. That oh, was her next big role okay. after Spice, uh, the Spice Girls. Uh, and not the famous baby daddy. Do you know who her famous baby daddy is? Eddie Murphy. There you go. You got that one, too, so I'll give you another ding. Uh, Eddie Murphy, she is battling an ex-spouse, and that being Stephen Belafonte, that he is trying to, uh, she's trying to get full custody of their daughter. So this is her youngest daughter. She's got three. And uh, her youngest daughter apparently is being brainwashed by Stephen Belafonte and kept in America, where it sounds like she is uh, exclusively living in uh, London now and actually does think... There was some work visa situations, and wow. she's not, she can't really, yeah, be in this country yeah. that much anymore. That. So I, well, it sounds like, in, yeah, go ahead. No, I was just going to say, she was in headlines for a hot minute a couple years ago, but we haven't heard yeah. since, and maybe that's why. Yeah, the daughter apparently um, can't uh, leave uh, the U.S. to go see her, or rarely this does. I think weird. that's what it is. So, okay. Yeah, not awesome. Yeah. Don't do that. Oh my gosh. I hate it when uh, just the whole like, Obviously, when people are divorced and, you know, brainwashing kids to not like their, it's just so selfish and not in the best interest of the kid. I don't need to say that, but, Mm -hmm. you know. I'm trying to remember, though, because I remember the Stephen Belafonte thing and what he was suggest, like, he was accusing her of some stuff. I just can't remember what the stakes were at that time, but I know it was pretty pretty uh, nasty mm. back yeah. and forth he was she was also alleging some physical yes. abuse and i was gonna say abuse. i knew there was yeah. some abuse but mm-hmm. i couldn't remember which way it was being directed it was her accusing okay. Stephen belafonte of physical and mental abuse and again that was uh just last year about actually almost exactly a year ago okay and now it sounds like uh, here a year later he might be trying to convince the daughter that she's maybe not the best oh, which gosh. is awful well, it's, you know, we don't know all the details. It's yes, a blind true, item. So. Exactly. So uh, there you go. That is uh, what we know about that one. Let's do another one here that's a little less uh, dark. <laughs> oh, yeah, because you're so, you know me, I'm anti-dark blind items. Positivity when we do blind items. Sure. <laughs> Move on to an A-list director. They know they have to keep playing nice to build back some goodwill. So obviously, they're not going to go full scorched earth on being left out in a couple of weeks. Left out. For the Oscars? Oh. Yeah. Okay. Mm. Well, is this a female? I feel like there's a female who's been left out recently that rises to the top of that list. Mm-hmm. And her name is Greta Gerwig. Yeah. But I don't understand where this blind item is coming from. So. Uh. Can you fill it in? Yeah, Greta Gerwig knows uh, that she's going to have to build back some goodwill with the Academy, so she's obviously not going to go full scorched earth on being left out in a couple weeks. This blind item, I think, is alluding to the fact that last week she kind of came out and said, um, she broke her silence about, because she hadn't spoke out at all about being snubbed, Mm, or about uh, Margot Robbie being snubbed, or the movie, or anything, and she basically just broke her silence with a very positive, reinforcing message. Right. And the blind item is... Probably remember the last time we heard about Greta Gerwig, it was that uh, people in the Academy didn't really appreciate the way her and Noah Baumbach came together. Oh, and it yeah. sounds like that maybe, you know, some that previous relationship might have uh, not been awesome. And I don't know. There for, was some overlapping. Yes. With her. And of the course, timing. what is uh, 
uh, his ex, um, Jennifer Jason Lee. That okay. three named actress, yeah. Jennifer so Jason Lee. You know, the Academy who mm-hmm. is looking at everybody in Hollywood. Yep. Nobody has affairs. And, you know, no, never. of course not. Oh, gosh. So they only own- women. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> and they only make decisions on who's going to be nominated based on <laughs> yeah. kind of silly, their personal isn't it? life. It is. But Kinda, it is a blind item. But uh, welcome to the world. There sadly. you go. You guys, didn't wah, with, wah. you guys didn't struggle with that one. Let's see if you struggle with this one. I'll be honest. They're kind of easy today. It's Let's see if the next fine, one... It's uh, fine. We like easy once in a while. Cruising right along. Let's see how this next one goes. The sh- If the show can't lock up the biggest star, look for a total overhaul next season. The A-list singer will be done and replaced by one of the hottest stars right now in their genre. The permanent A-lister will have to push just to keep their spot. Permanent A-lister? Yeah. Okay. So we've got, uh, if the show can't lock up the biggest star, look for a total overhaul next season. The A-list singer will be done and replaced by one of the hottest stars right now in their genre. And the permanent A-lister will have to push just to keep their spot. Hmm. I was going to say Jenna Ortega in Wednesday, but that is can't be true because she's not permanent A-list. True. Um, Does this... This smells. It smells. Oh. And the smell I'm picking up is this. Um, but is okay. So the biggest star is not Taylor Swift. It's not. But is the show a reality show? Yes. Oh. And is the permanent A lister one maybe we've talked about today already? Nope. Oh. It's not Reba? No. So it's not the voice. It's not the voice. Okay. Okay. Mm. But it is a reality show. Is this a singing reality show? Okay. So we're over at American Idol. Katy Perry? Uh, let me read it again. Yes. If the show if the show can't lock up its biggest star, oh. look for a total overhaul next got season. It. The oh here we go. You got still got three more names to figure out. Sure. The A minus list singer will be done and replaced by one of the hottest stars right now in their genre. And the permanent A lister will have to push to keep their spot. So you've got Taylor, or you got uh, Katie, the first part. She's the one that you're saying, like, if the, the show can't lock her down. Yeah. Because okay. there's still the blind item, I think, is the blind items, and the internet are still saying that her comments might not be official. But yeah, she's just trying to. This might still all be a negotiation. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Because we actually had more news break about that her. last week, saying that one of the reasons why they're moving or she's moving on is because the producers were sick of dealing with drama. I, mm. I think that they like the drama. I think they do like the drama. Of That's why I still think this might be a contract negotiation. That's all they have left. <laughs> um, ever since Katy Perry and Nicki Minaj so, a thousand years ago. So then again, who would be the rest of these people? The A minus list singer um, will be done. I don't know who that is. The only other person I know is Lionel Richie, which I think he would be considered permanent. Uh-huh. Yeah, a list. He's and not going we, anywhere. What, Luke Bryan. Luke Bryan is the A minus list singer that will be done and replaced by one of the hottest stars right now in oh, their genre. Okay, is it this so country? Oh, is it that lady? Morgan Wallen. Not a lady. Not Morgan Wallen. Uh, Jelly Roll. There you oh, go. Good guess. Okay. You found wow, it. Wow, he's had definitely having a moment. Uh, Jelly Roll is having a moment, and he sounds like he might be parlaying that into a uh, seat at the table for wow. American Idol. Well, why not? You Again, know, that's let a, somebody else do it for a while. But this is if they can't lock down Katy Perry. 
Perry. According to the blind They're items. just going to redo, and then Lionel's trying to hold on. Maybe that would actually be why Lionel was so surprised and almost drove off the road the other day when he found I out that he drove off the road when he found out Katy Perry was leaving because he's like, wait he's a minute, like, I thought wait. we were all good. Now I might have to. Right. Hope I can still have a seat, but again, let's run through. He was this. dancing on the ceiling. <laughs> yeah, he was. Yeah, almost. Filling in the blind item for those uh, playing along at home, Katy Perry, the biggest star on American Idol, according to the blind item. If they can't lock her down for next season, it sounds like they might do a complete overhaul of the judges. Luke Bryan could be out and potentially replaced by Jelly Roll. And obviously, Lionel Richie might have to push to uh, just keep his spot there uh, as one of the judges. Then we just don't know about Katy Perry's spot. Yeah, exactly. They're going to have to find somebody else to fill that, uh, that spot. Hmm. Reba. I know she's over at The Voice, but... Mm. Right? Yep. Yeah. yeah. Reba would be good. What about Rita Ora? Yeah. What about Brittany? Brittany would be great. Olivia Rodrigo. Yeah, she'd be great. She well, might be a little still too hot that, right now. Yeah, she's still got to be touring and making that yeah, money. Yeah, she's still... Yeah, she's too busy. I said Christina. I know she hasn't been doing anything since The Voice for a while. I think she could be... I don't know. We'll see. Mm. She's trying to get Brittany! back Brittany! Yeah. That's not happening. Oh, God. I would love it. She did it once, didn't she? Or she was on America's Got Got Talent. Oh, The Voice. Right. I have no idea. I believe you. Yeah. I think it was America's Got Talent. Oh, yeah. Because I don't remember her spinning her chair around. Oh, no, you're right. You're right. It was um, Uh, Chloe Kardashian and Mario Lopez were the hosts, and Simon and her and somebody else were judging. X Factor. X Factor ah. is what you're referring to. Demi Lovato, uh, oh. L.A. Reid, and Simon Cowell all judged alongside Britney Spears in 2012. It was really cute. There you go. Well, it didn't make a lasting impression, but it was 12 years ago. So This is true. All right. Let's do another one here as we roll through the blind items. I will leave the blind out that talks about Simon Cowell's face right now because I think it's just mean. Stop talking about people's faces. Apparently he can't. Unless it's ours and you're watching us on YouTube. Apparently he can't move. Why? Any part of his face. Does he have some sort of issue? Too much. Well, he said he got too much Botox. Oh well, that happens. It does. You know. Let's do another one here. Uh, This former A minus list. TV slash reality star will finally be okay financially. Not because anything she is doing, with the exception of leaving her husband. The holder of the bag never approved of him, and now they are actually now that they are actually done, things are good again. The holder of the bag. Mm-hmm. Is that, that sounds the, so ominous. Is that the network? No. Nope. The production. The, That's a person oh. who's got all the cash. Holding on to their sack. Mm-hmm. So somebody in this former A-list TV slash reality star's life has all the money and they're holding on to it tight. Why would... And they're not letting go of it. Oh. This is a Kardashian? Nope. Okay. Not Wendy Williams. It. Nope. Let's read it again. A former a The, according to the blind item again, the former A-list TV slash reality star will finally be okay financially. Not because of anything she's doing, with the exception of leaving her husband... The holder of the bag never approved of him, and now that they are actually done, things are good again. Mm. She left her husband, so we know about that, mm-hmm. presumably. So, um, key in on the word, she'll be finally okay financially for an A-list TV slash reality star. She's going to be okay. Uh, You'll be okay. Former. Don't worry. 
Um, Savannah Chrisley. Nope. <laughs> <laughs> She's now husband. But Good for her. She is dating. Um, is this a competition show? Nope. Okay. So it is a meet the Osbournes. And it's not an A. It's not an A list. Nope. It's not. It's not a reality show. Oh. It's many. Oh, is this a housewife? Oh. Former A minus list TV star first, and then also a many oh. t- many time reality show. Mm. Oh, we'll finally be okay financially. Charo. Oh, um, it's not Tori Spelling. Yeah, it is. is. Oh, oh, good, good one. Wait, oh, the who's bag. Got the, who's got Mama. all the? She's like, dump Candy. Dean McDermott and I'll support you. Okay. According and all to those the, millions good. of kids. According to the blind item, grandma's finally here with all the money to take care of the kiddos who were stuck in a van with Tori Spelling. Well, if that's true, good. According to the blind items, again, we'll see. I don't know. But Tori Spelling is uh, finally going to be okay financially. Not because of anything she did, with the exception of leaving Dean McDermott. It sounds like Candy never liked him very oh. much. And that's the reason why she was never really... Uh, Willing to support them and very tight with the purse strings. Well, now that they are officially done, it sounds like she's coming to the rescue. God. Maybe he was always after the money, you know? Possibly. He's like, ooh, spelling. Well, well let me fall in love with this girl. Just maybe she knew that he wouldn't spend it well, right? right. Like maybe he was not, not good working at very finances. Much? Yeah. yeah. And she didn't oh. want to poop it all away. True. That's a lot of money. Because it is a lot of money. Mm-hmm. And it's her money. You mean candies? Yeah. Yeah, that's right. I'd be holding on to that money tight. Like, get it when I'm dead. Bye. <laughs> oh, God. <laughs> All right. So there you go. You guys got it. Uh, we're running a little bit lower on time. Do you want to try to do a really, really quick one? Let's oh do a quick one. Okay. It's just flown by today. It has. It's unbelievable. We've gone so quickly here. I'll do this one because I don't think it'll be too, too difficult. The A-plus listers team is starting to get concerned. Sure, be happy and celebrate. But they're concerned it is getting a little excessive. Is there an underlying problem, perhaps? Oh, is this Travis Kelsey still partying? With about the, I'm like, they're still in Las Vegas partying? Well, this is after. And I was like. I'm like, there's still. The, you know what? there's some stuff going on. Let's be clear. What stuff? I mean, he's in Vegas. Oh, boy. Why are you still partying in Vegas? It's, I'm like, when was that? Like three weeks ago? It's been a while. Yeah. Because uh, he went to the shows in Sydney mm-hmm. to with with Taylor Swift, yep. and then he flew back immediately to party and keep the chant going with Patrick Mahomes yeah. at bars. According to the blind items, again, who knows? They're blind items. They yeah. sound dumb. This sounds dumb. But according to this, Taylor Swift's team is uh, getting wait. a little concerned about maybe the public image of one Travis Kelsey. Yes, you want to be happy and celebrate, but is it getting a little excessive? Is there an underlying He's start drinking problem? Oh. He's going to start getting memos. Yeah. Hmm. So it's I don't know. season. Yeah, exactly. Let him have some drinks for a couple weeks. Yeah, well, here's <laughs> the truth. Uh, if there is a problem, we'll find out about it. Why? Because... We always do. And dear listeners, stay tuned to us because if we do find out about it, you'll be the first to hear about it on the Blinded by the Adam podcast, which is also available wherever you get any podcast or right from our own website, blindedbytheadam.com. Like, subscribe, tell your friends about it. Send us blind items on our website. We'll be back tomorrow with a brand new episode of Blinded Blinded by by the the Adam. Bye. 